Second and victory. No Titans football is back when you get your first britches report of the season from Jim Wyatt. What's up, guys? My name is Austin Nelson. Welcome back to the second in victory podcast. I saw that tweet today and I was like, oh, we're back, baby. The britches report, uh, the white on baby blue for those that have not seen it. You'll see that Thursday night in Baltimore. Uh, but yes, Thursday night, the Titans are back. Their first preseason game. Cannot wait. I'm here to talk about it all with my two guys, Brett Batcher, Chris Carter. What's up, boys? Let's oh, go. the intro got me fired up. Yeah, it did. The, it, fired I mean, up. The damn britches report. Like, how do you not get fired <laughs> up about that, man? Yeah. I mean, yeah. when Jim, when that Jim Wyatt tweet, I, I mean, I, there's something special about the word britches when it comes from Jim Wyatt that I would have never expected in my life. But I'm excited, man. I can't wait. I, it's it's kind of hard to believe that it's back already, right? Like, dude, it feels like the Super Bowl was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. but yesterday. it also feels like it was years ago. At the same time, like, yeah, it's so weird. It's been an interesting off season for a lot of teams, including the Titans. Including the Titans, they're the talk of it for a little bit, and then it's moved on to the Browns and um, Panthers. Panthers lately. Jimmy G still trying to figure that out. What's what, what's happening with that? Lance with your you running know, back starting a quarterback fight. retired and the king and then came back. You know the beauty of the NFL. There's so much to talk about day in and day out. Um, the, you know now Makai Becton going down for the Jets. I hate that for him. Roquan Smith went out of Chicago. Yeah, I mean what that was a uh, <laughs> it could and I thought I thought he, he sent out a very thought out professional yes message too with it. I thought it was very cool. Totally agree. What what NFL team is uh, one one inside linebacker away from a elite defense? Because they should be selling the farm to get him. Buffalo? No, they just got Vaughn. True, 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 true. Um, man, Buffalo trying to recruit OBJ now, which would be nuts. yeah. Um, let's see. Your question, Chris. That's a great question, Chris. I mean, is, is I'm that, thinking of contenders. I mean, could you? Is that the kind of is that the, the kind of player that could elevate the Chiefs? Yeah, the Chiefs. Yep. The Rams uh, don't need him to have no picks to give. No, up. but I already thought oh, about. I already the Rams was the first team that popped in my head, though. The um, Bengals. I mean, is, yeah, don't is say that. They could. Don't say that though. I, I I know the the Colts aren't a team that say, would go after him because they have some pretty solid interior interior uh, linebackers. Did they lose Bud? True. Oh man, the Vikings. Yeah, no, no, they won't it'll be interesting division, to see. They won't trade him into divisions. I, I wonder, uh, especially with us, you know, getting into the preseason and stuff. Now, I wonder how soon a, a, a move happens. Like, does he, do you think he holds out? I, I think I, at the end of the message, I could be wrong. I'm almost positive he said something along the lines of, I'm going to talk to ownership and hopefully they can fix this. If not, uh, the McCaskies, that's right. I, I'd like to, to see myself out. He seems, he seems to feel pretty disrespected. So he does. Well, I, I appreciate what he said. Too. 
I can appreciate what he said too about you know that would reset the linebacker market. He's thinking about all his all his peers, uh, the guys that you know are in the same position group as him. So I can definitely appreciate where he's coming from. Of if I take less money, it's going to reset the entire thing. I'm not looking to do that. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. And I I don't think Roquan Smith by any means is a top five, top ten player in his position, but is I he can, not? I mean, I mean, he's I, 25 years old and he's an absolute stud. It's probably just the Bears. He's been so not talked about in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I mean, I've watched a few Bears games. Uh, my stepdad's a, a Bears fan. Poor you. I know, uh, but I, I think he's a, I think he's a beast. Uh, so this is the top 22 NFL linebackers right now from CBS Sports. They have Devondre Campbell at 10 from the Packers. Uh, number nine is Levante David. Uh, number eight is Devin White. Number seven, they have is Roquan Smith. Number six is Eric Kendricks. Number five is Demario Davis. Four is Fred Warner. Three is Shaquille Leonard. Um, two is Bobby Wagner. And one is Micah Parsons. Hard to disagree with anybody in front of him, but I think I think he's probably in the right place. Yeah, you're probably right. Ten, yeah, not top five, top ten. He's, he's top ten. Demario Davis to me is that's wild that we're talking about Demario Davis as a top still. Five. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. Yeah. From, I'm pretty sure Demario because I know Mickey always talked about him. Arkansas Mickey, State's own. Yeah. Thought so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Mickey. Mickey yeah. knows him. I went to school with a guy, Greg. Whatever Greg's doing these days, I went to school with the tissue. He <laughs> with um, uh, like uh, what am I trying to say here? Shout out to Greg. Uh, student ministry. I could not think of the word. I'm sorry. And he's the guy that tried to get you to come to um, church on Wednesday nights in college. And yeah. he good, really good friends with Demario Davis and always talked about it. I think he even had his jersey in war one day. So I thought uh, Demario is 33 and he's heading into his 10th year in the league. He's drafted in 2012. Good for him. Wow. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Good for him. Um, well, yeah, we talked about it. So, you know, two days from the first preseason game in Baltimore. Kind of, guys, I'm kind of got to move off what our original um you know script was but i kind of do want to ask you guys this because we didn't even think to talk about this but what are y'all mo- most excited to watch thursday night in baltimore offense anybody in particular Traylon burks uh honestly the third running back position uh i know that's very like you got to be a football nut but like we all are i'm very excited to watch the third running back position because right now you think hey it's it's derrick henry and probably Dontrell, because Hassan's only a rookie. You would think Dontrell's too. So I just I, I'm excited to see Hassan Haskins, uh, Trenton Cannon, and some of the other guys who fight for that third uh, Julius position. Chestnut. Yeah, Chestnut. And then I'm I'm excited after Traylon. I'm excited to see, uh, obviously left guard, and right tackle, but I'm really excited to see wide receivers four and five, and who's going to fill up those roles because we don't know if the Titans are going to keep five receivers. If they're going to keep six. Obviously, you know, Traylon, uh, Robert Woods, Nick Westbrook-Akina, Kyle Phillips are all solidified. After that, who's going to be the fifth and sixth? Is it Josh Malone? Is it a couple of the other guys that are really going to fill in and possibly take a role? I'm most excited to see Malik Willis. I mean, Easy answer. Uh, <laughs> I, I, think, uh, I think he'll probably see, you know, at least probably a half, right? I mean, they let Logan have a half and him have a half. Um who knows? But, you know, I think we're going to see a whole lot of snaps from Malik, and I'm excited to see what he does. You know, they talk about how he's progressed since um, since 
since the early days of the rookie rookie mini camp and stuff like that. And uh, you know, I think we all watched watched a few Liberty games here and there in college. Um, I know me and Austin both did because they played MTSU, but um, I'm I'm excited to see how he's progressed from those days and and through rookie rookie minicamp until now. Yeah, I'm with you, Chris. I think I think that's the easy answer because again, I think he does play a half. There's only three quarterbacks on the roster. You're not going to see Ryan Tannehill tomorrow night, Thursday night. So it's going to be you know Logan one half, Malik the next half, or you know whatever they decide to do. Um, I agree with what you said too, Brett. I think I'm most excited to watch the the pass catchers, and I say pass catchers because I I want to watch Chig as well. Yeah, he does. Um, how much how many snaps he gets? I would assume a lot. You know, I think he's you know him, probably more and Tommy Hudson are kind of fighting for that wide or a tight end three spot. So those guys will be battling. And then you know how much PT does Kyle Phillips get? Racing. Yep. Uh, Josh Malone, Brandon Lewis, Mason Kinsey. I know there's a massive Mason Kinsey following here amongst Titans fans for whatever reason. I never got on the Mason Kinsey train like I did the Trey McBride train. I was about to say, the Mason Kinsey. Which train is is longer? I think Mason Mason Kinsey. Mason Kinsey. Do you really think so? I don't know. That Trey McBride, Trey McBride era. I was on it too, but. I was uh, on Trey McBride train. Yeah, I would. I, would, I was too. I mean, that, I think I, I think like ninety percent of the Titans fan base was. You know that Trey McBride. Hey, hey, Trey McBride's caught a caught a touchdown pass and played significant minutes. Uh, I say that like it's the NBA. Played significant time for the Titans, and granted, that's when they sucked. But Mason Kinsey is not. So, sure. You know that meme of that guy? He's holding hands with the girl, and he's like, he's like, you know, <laughs> he like looks back. yeah, looking back, looking back. Like that is that's Mason Kinsey and the girls. Um, um, or that that's oh. Kyle Phillips and the girls, Mason Kinsey. That's what hey, I mean. bro. Hey, we got it, Chris. Chris, <laughs> that's your next. Uh, we got to put that out, man. That'll do numbers <laughs> on social media. That'll do numbers on social media. No, but I'm very excited. And also, I'm gonna watch all uh, Stonehouse punt some balls. Ah, that was my next one, dude. I want to see him. That was my next one. Sixty-five. Hey, Herndon, Herndon thinks he's gonna win the job. But hey, Buck Rising said I the same thing. Shocked. He didn't say he was gonna win it, but I wouldn't. That would be the surprise I, of camp. I'm not kidding. I don't think so, man. I told y'all a while. I called it a while hey, back that I wouldn't be shocked if Brett Kern's a camp guy. Well, Chris, me and you, so I didn't say that, but Chris, me and you talked last season about how me and you thought he was struggling more last year. Yeah. Which he did. I'll be hurt if Brett yeah. Kern's gone just like that. From Dude, bro, I will be rookie. too because, bro, I'll but, be too but what better, he's such like, a good what guy. A, what, a, what a name for a punter. Stonehouse. Stonehouse. Could you imagine hey, Mike? Bro, like uh um, towards his towards his last name. <laughs> as long as what was it? Was it Trevor Daniel? Yeah. Yeah, the UPS. Yeah. Trevor, UPS yeah. No, FedEx. 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 But uh, it doesn't matter. But but still, man, like that was my next thing because from everything that I've heard and a couple of things I've seen, the hang time on Stonehouse's punts are just on an on an absolute different level. And that's one thing that Kern struggled with last year was the Gunners didn't have enough time to get down the field. So, I mean, we haven't heard much about that battle coming out of camp. One special teams battle that we have heard is that Randy Bullock has no issues at all. And so uh, that feels good. But, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you as well, Austin. I'll give him three games to kind of persuade me. But for the time being, it's – this is a Brett Kern. Now, hey, what do you do? What do you do if the Titans, you know, the first or second possession, they have to punt and Stonehouse is the first one to run out there? Well, that's not surprising to me. I mean, I do know Kern. 
Kern does play preseason, but I, I won't be surprised at all. Um, I think one of my big concerns with uh, Randy is his kickoffs, right? Um, and keeping them long and stuff. So if Stonehouse can handle kickoff duty, that'll be a plus for him over Brett Kern. Hey, just, just bring back Ryan Santosto, kickoff three, specialist who couldn't get it to the kickers. end zone. No. You're gonna three, you're gonna th- I was going to say, you're going to have three kickers on the roster? You no, I'm chance. saying if, if, no Stonehouse, if, if Stonehouse looks like he can take the punting duties and he can handle kickoffs, that's a, I think that's the primary reason you – I was going to say, has that ever happened in the NFL team where you have a kickoff specialist, a punter, and a kicker? I mean, did, had, did we not during that, like, we did. Santosa? We, did. Santos, we had Ryan Santoso, Brett Kern, and uh, – Cairo Santos, right? All three of them? Santos might have been on IR when we signed okay, Santoso. That, well, there were three on the no, roster for no, a period of time. No, Chris, you might be right because Santoso was kickoff specialist only. When he came in, and he still couldn't get it to the end zone as the kickoff specialist. Dark time. I want to forget about those kicking. Dude, uh, what was that? 2020 or 2019? 20, when those, when 20, all those guys came. It had in. to be 2019. That was the. AFC, what's his name? What his name was? I think it was, yes, it was. No, that was because it was because Greg Joseph kicked in the AFC Championship game. It was game. 2019. It was 2019. Because November 27th uh, is when he was signed by the Titans. Gostowski, Gostowski kicked in COVID year. Oh my God! Look at all these kickers we just named. Holy <laughs> Greg Joseph, Greg Joseph, Ryan Santoso, Cairo Santos, Randy Bullock. Who's the Who's old boy that kicked us into the division title? Who was that? Oh, uh, uh, don't say it! Don't say it! Don't say it! The don't say it! Don't say it! Oh, I got it! I got it! I got it! I got it! You know what, Chris? No. Sam Sloman. Yeah! Yeah. dude oh my god yeah dude Time. hey hey and there was somebody that kicked before uh cody parkey kicked too oh yeah cody parkey kicked <laughs> yeah that was a wild era i'm glad it's did he did he, did he double doink you, one is that what got him cut from the titans as well park yeah, he double doinked yep and then sent and then cairo santos did okay but then he missed like four in one week you got to move on from this. I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't sign up for Aguayo at this point. Wow. Um, all right, I do want to talk about this for a second. So, again, the Titans are not getting any national respect. Again, I told you guys this a few weeks back. Titans fans, do not expect this. Do not feed into this. It's not going to happen. They are going to have to work for it this season. But a team who is getting national respect year in and year out, and um, we kind of just <clears throat> – it hasn't won the division in eight years. <laughs> They're kind of we're kind of just numb to it now. Huh. The Indianapolis Colts, and so I want to talk about it for a second. Uh, you can get the Colts right now as the they are the favorites to win the South. Um, a few sites had them at minus one thirty five and minus one twenty. Um, so if you are that confident in the Titans to win the division, go hammer them on some plus money and uh, make make some change off that. But but guys. I do want to say, you know, the, the Colts have upgraded, right? They've upgraded at quarterback. Um, and they have a arguably, arguably the best running back in the game. Arguably. He's not. He's not. He's not. Don't say that. Okay. Arguably. <laughs> they have upgraded at corner, right? I'm just, I'm throwing, I'm just, I'm just asking. No, questions. no, you're making, you're making good points. You really they are. Upgraded at uh, defensive end now with uh, Yannick Nagakwe. They got Stephon Gilmore. Um, they had this guy named Shaquille Leonard that they have all of a sudden. Um, never heard of him before. 
What the hell, man? I will can you name their can you name their th- top three wide receivers? I can't actually because I'm looking at it, so I don't want to cheat you. <laughs> oh, okay, Brad, can you name them? Uh, Paris Campbell. Um, I'm already blanking. I'm looking at the dude, but I'm already blanking. Can you give me his initials? EMP. Michael Pittman Jr. Give me the initials of the third one as well. Rookie. It's a rookie. Oh, he is, isn't he? Um, My point is, they're, yeah, that's exactly our point. The receivers are shit. Tell me his name. Alec Pierce. Alec that's Pierce. it. Yeah. Desmond Ritter's star wide receiver. Um, that's, that's the thing. Uh, is the wide receivers is the weak point. Uh, if and y'all behind, that, and but let's go behind them. Ashton Doolin, Kiki Kotu, and Desmond Patman. Hey, bro, Kiki's not too bad, honestly. But he's not your 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 main guy. But who's their tight end? Mo Alley Cox. Oh, that's right. They have that three headed. I guess I don't want to call it a monster, but three headed. I mean, three running backs: Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines, and Philip Lindsay. Yeah. Matt Ryan. What happened to? Oh no! Never mind. Go ahead. How are you going to get Naheem Hines snaps, though? You taking Was he the one that wanted out last year? Uh, that was um, more than Mac. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He's, he's with the Texans now, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. You look at their roster, guys, full, top to bottom. It's, it's, a, it's a good roster. But to, to tell me that it's better than the Titans and to tell me that it has a Super Bowl potential is mind-boggling. There are 12 other teams that I would say, yes, better than the, the Colts. I would say the Titans roster is better than the Colts. In depth-wise, absolutely. I mean, you can argue teams like the Dolphins have a better roster than the Colts. Um, the 49ers? Mm-hmm. Bro, the 49ers are so they're, – they're low-key slept on, man. I, dude, I mean, the 49ers bro, have a fantastic roster. Dude, I, when they came into Nashville last year for that Thursday night game – I slept on them because I didn't realize that they were that deep. Honestly, like they have, they are, they are deep. I think the biggest thing for the Colts this season is their health, and I think that's you know a lot of teams that they stay healthy, but um, they have been you know beat up the last few years. Their offensive line is not as great as it was a few years back. I mean, they have um, question, huge question marks at left tackle right now. I just, I'm not even saying this as a Titans fan. It's just I don't get the hype in the Colts. I don't understand what the the love attraction is each year with the Indianapolis Colts. Are they paying the media to talk about this? It's an Andrew Luck hangover. I guess, man. But even like, at what point do you move on from that? Like, there's no more T.Y. Hilton. There's no more Reggie Wayne. There's no more Marvin <laughs> Harrison. Those days are done. I mm-hmm. I don't have been done too. The the love affair that the media has for the Colts is it? Matt I mean, Ryan? as a as I cough through your intro, they haven't won the division in eight years. But you would think they had won it every year for the last eight years, the way the media talks about them. I th- Was it the last five years they've had five starting quarterbacks? Yeah. Uh, I think it's six, including this year. I, I mean, there's teams six that are straight stable than that, and, and they're not getting as much love as, as the media gives the Colts. I just don't get it. Yeah. Uh, here you go. Here you go. Here but their GM, their GM drafted Shaq Leonard. So, <laughs> uh, well, why is it doing this to me? Um, so in 2014, okay, it did this to me. Never mind. I'll let me find a different list. Go ahead. <laughs> Are we really buying into a 37 year old Matt Ryan that he can lead this team to a deep playoff run? I mean, that was what. That's the question mark. Like, is. Is Matt Ryan at 37 better than Bieber said a few years ago? 
Like, is he going to give them more than that? I'll say yes to that. I mean, you think I, so? I mean, he, dude, he's 37 years old. This ain't Tom Brady we're talking about. He is the MVP of the league. He did win MVP at one point. Yeah, like seven years ago. Shocking to me. <laughs> Ryan won an MVP. I'll never, ever understand that. Um, here you go. Hey, here you go. I got this for you, if you're ready for it. Go for it. Uh, so 2014, Andrew Luck started all 16 games. 2015, Matt Hasselbeck started eight. Andrew Luck started seven. Josh Freeman started one. 2016, Andrew Luck started 15. So starting in 2015 and 2016, there's different starting quarterbacks. Uh, Scott Tolzien started a one. 2017, Jacoby Brissett was 15 games. 2018, Andrew Luck came back. And then in 2019, back to Jacoby Brissett. 2020, Phillip Rivers. 2021, Carson Wentz. And in 2019, Brian Hoyer also started games for them as well. That's a lot of instability. The, a lot. Sounds like the GM knows what he's doing. Yeah, man. <laughs> he's way better than John Robinson. Hey, hey, he's top three in the league. But going back to the weapons they have, I mean, I, I do think for all you fantasy nuts out there, draft Michael Pittman. Um, I think yeah. he's – they're their number one option. He's gonna get a lot of the a lot of the care. I mean, he's he's one hundred percent their best wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, outside Without the a doubt, best playmaker outside JT, obviously. Yeah, uh, who, who will go number one in, in almost every single fantasy draft you have. But I think you got to draft Michael Pittman Jr. as well. And then if you go look at you know a guy like Paris Campbell who coming out of college, I think we all talked about the Titans wanting because he's so versatile. He's played fourteen percent of the Colts snaps in his first three seasons. He can't stay oh, healthy. Wow. He can't stay healthy, so that's why they go get out Pierce in the second uh, round. But even then, I mean, that's a that's a stretch, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I mean, how how can you not, not how can you knock Desmond Ritter for having played at Cincinnati and not not Alec Pierce for the same thing? Like he didn't have a lot of you know he wasn't playing a lot of huge competition. I just knocked Desmond Ritter because I don't want to be a Titan, Chris. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, Chris Ballard is forty-one and forty as the GM of the Indianapolis Colts. I did John Robinson's. Okay. With 91 different players last season. Do that, please. I just, I just want to get that off my chest. I thought it was just ridiculous that, that we are still giving the Colts so much hype. Um, even Darius Leonard, he's going to miss a, a several weeks to start the year, so he won't be starting off. You know, they're scheduled, too, if I bring that up. So here's how they start the season. At Houston, at Jacksonville, versus Kansas City, Versus Tennessee at Denver versus Jacksonville. You three can see, and three. Yeah, you can see a three. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, they play at Jacksonville. That's a loss. So two and four. <laughs> that's true. And they're finally not playing at the end of the year. Uh, that's week two. I've never actually seen a team, I can't remember at least, to get in the first two weeks of the season away. Uh, John Robinson is 59 and 38. Never had a career losing season as the GM, but he's got one more year at the job than Chris Ballard does. Okay, that's fair. And I, I think too, um, like I said, Darius Leonard's going to miss a lot of weeks uh, to start the year, so I would almost change it. That's right. He can miss week four against the Titans. Yeah, that's right, Chris. Easy there, awesome. Shaq Leonard. I'm not calling that. <laughs> He's not getting that from me. You can't just all of a sudden change your name after being Darius Leonard for so long. Okay. Years. Four years here's Darius still call, I still call Ron Artest Ron Artest. He's not Metal World Peace. I still call Adam Jones Pac-Man Jones. Yeah. 
I agree. So, um, I mean, and the Titans play the Colts, you know, twice in the first eight, seven weeks of the season. That's, I mean, that's in, that's back to back years you're done with them before Halloween. Yeah, that's wild. That's why it's so that makes them all much more important. Yeah, so yep, that's what I was about to say. Beginning, they actually, yo, if you even look at this, ah, uh, okay, they play five of their six division games in the first seven weeks of the season. Wow. They end with Houston. That's interesting. Wait, say that again? Five of their six division games are in the first seven weeks of the season. That's insane, man. Houston, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Jacksonville, Tennessee. Holy cow. So their first seven weeks, the only non-division they play are the Chiefs and the Broncos? Broncos, yeah. Wow. That's interesting. Now you kind of dive into it. And they're kind of – their season kind of – after that, uh, the Commanders, that's still weird to say. The Patriots, the Raiders, the Eagles, the Steelers, the Cowboys, the Vikings, the Chargers, the Giants, the Texans. Oh, they got some games in there that aren't that tough, if I'm being honest. I mean, you got the Giants aren't going to be much. Washington's not going to be much. You're playing against New England team who has a defensive defensive coordinator calling plays. I think Washington's going to be competitive in most games. I don't think they'll win a lot, but I think they'll be competitive. That's, I mean, yeah. I mean, they were competitive with Wentz too in Indianapolis. So I would, I would agree with that. I don't, like you said, though, I think their roster in Washington's not as talented. I don't know. That's about the same. Yeah. But that stretch of week eight to week 16, like I said, New England, Las Vegas, Philly, Pittsburgh, Dallas, Minnesota, the Chargers, they have to win at least. Four of those to yeah. compete. That, that, about that same time, I without looking, that's that that rough stretch for the Titans as well. With that tough competition, they have enough. Yeah. yeah. So we shall see. But um, yeah, this is not more of a. Uh, oh, it's all about the Titans. It's more of a. That's that's let's chill on the Colts and let them prove it first. <laughs> we we continue to 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 crown them AFC. I mean, have the Titans not done enough to prove it? Apparently not. I mean, apparently the lines. You got to prove in the playoffs. And they haven't done it in a few seasons. They get there. They just can't, they can't do anything. I think, I think people are kind of over the 2019, like, ah, yeah, they went to the AFC title game. It was a fluke. Um, The Titans are who we think they are. And they're kind of showing that the last couple of seasons, they're they're not closed in the playoffs. I think, I think if you win one playoff (laughs) game in each, in each year, so if you beat Baltimore and you beat Cincinnati, people's perception is probably a little bit different. But I would agree with that. But you lose both those, and it's just like you're one and done, and you're thinking, okay, maybe it's the same old Titans. They lost to better teams, better quarterbacks. That's fair. So, uh, anywho, all right, Chris, uh, Brett, I want to get into your your. Uh, your oh story. gosh. So, are you just not a hot chicken fan, man? What what's up? So no, let's no. give a little backstory. So. <laughs> So Brett tried Hattie B's had had hot chicken in general, right? You had never your first time. First time at Hattie B's, okay. And yeah, pretty much so, hot chicken too, for the most part. So first time at Hattie B's today, and the guy gets Southern, uh, <laughs> which if you know anything about Hattie B's heat levels, Southern is the the lack of heat, uh, no heat at all. Basically, just a chicken tender. Basically, just a chicken tender with a. You know, a little bit of their seasoning on it. 
um, some salt and pepper, probably. Is pepper too spicy for you, Brett? <laughs> no, no. All right. So, okay. So your first time in Hattie B's. It was fantastic. You don't, get, you don't get any kind of spice at all. Are you not a spice well, guy? I am, but I struggle with it at times. So, like, I didn't know that their heat levels were different than some other places. So, like, when I go to Party Foul, which I freaking love Party Foul, <laughs> if I get the the whatever the medium is there no chance like no chance but granted the waiter there the first time i went to party foul told me hey if you like mild at party foul get the southern if you like medium get the mild if you like hot get the medium like everything's a step above so i just figured here at, at hattie b's it would be the same thing so i did the the southern fried thinking that it had to it and i got blasted by it because one because buck rising paid for my meal and he felt like an idiot, he said, because I've got a Southern Fried on his credit card. And then, and so he roasted me for it. Twitter roasted me for it. For I'm still getting roasted right now. And this happened 12 hours ago. But, uh, but so I just thought that it would be different, uh, if that makes sense. And so, like, uh, what am I good? What am I getting at here? Just, I don't know, dude. I got freaking so roasted. So next time you go, with them just get shut the clock up and then they can't talk yeah, don't, do, don't, don't do that don't yeah do that. dude no yeah, definitely don't do that um uh, oh that's okay. what i was gonna say i i got uh when ron slay got there because i did 3hl as well they just brought him the original tenders and some hot sauce but then they told slay hey you at least got to try our medium and slay said hey dude you you can't chicken out like you have to try it and i did and it was good and it wasn't, it had a little kick to it. And then Rich Ferris, who's the promotions director, got something like that as well. And then there was a mild one over there as well. Those were fine. So I guess I just had it in my head that I was looking up the party foul type heat list versus the Hattie B's. But I guess that's what I get for being a first timer as well. So, well, I think Twitter rested you enough. So, dude, my uh, gosh, we don't have Still to dive any it. deeper, but we did get a pretty <laughs> cool uh, question. You want to follow up on that, Austin? Yeah, uh, Preston Penn. Um, if you are a Titans fan, you got to know who Preston is on Twitter at Preston, the number 10 on Twitter. Um, he mentioned piggybacking off a of hot chicken, the hot chicken spot that people sleep on in Nashville. He mentioned that his is Red's 615 Kitchen. So let's talk about that. You know, is there, is there a hot chicken spot that that people need to, people need about? But they're gonna really. So I've I've had reds, but I've never had their hot chicken. So I'm definitely gonna have to try that. Um, I'm gonna piggyback think, that and say, what, what just what's your favorite hot chicken spot in Nashville? Yeah, man. I think I think I gotta go with a row. Um, it's in Midtown. Uh, if you've never been, it's a it's a cool little like sit down restaurant. It's where the rights to Friends in Low Places was sold. Like it wow. has a lot of history in Nashville. Um, but their hot chicken is fantastic. Uh, it might be my favorite in Nashville, honestly. Um, good spice. It's not like an overly hot. If you if you um, like just a mild uh, hot chicken, it's really good. Flavors immaculate. It's awesome. I've only been to two, Hattie B's and Party Fowl. Um, but I mean, I love them both. I, I like the fries better at Party Fowl. But I think I like the chicken better at Hattie B's, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah, the chicken at Hattie B's, that the, this tenders you got today, they're perfect. They're, they're Dude, they were great. A lot of meat. They're just they're, they're great every time. Yeah. And the fries are good. They have good ranch. I love the ranch there. Sweet tea was good. Sweet tea's fire. Um, Hattie B's is my go-to, but 
Prince's Hot Chicken. For those people in Nashville listening, Prince's, you got to have Prince's Hot Chicken when you come to Nashville. It's another local spot that people love. But Hattie B's is my go-to. If I go eat hot chicken, I'm going to Hattie B's just because it's it's it never does me wrong. It's fire every single time. You got to get the hot. I get the hot, Chris. Point that out. I love I love me some heat on my chicken. Um, and even that, like I'm at the point now, it's not even I, I could probably even go higher than that and probably be miserable at that point. But like hot is like it's tolerable for me. I can I can eat it and be fine. Yeah, I usually do because uh, you can get like uh, a little tip at Hattie B's. You can get your tenders in different uh, heat levels. Um, so I usually do at least one hot and like two mild or medium. Oh, you can uh, do different ones. Yeah, didn't yeah, know yeah. that. So, really? Um, All right, I'll try that next time. So um, that's typically I usually get at least one hot, but I can't I I can't do um, all of them hot, or I'll be feeling miserable the rest of the day. But I can handle the heat level. It's just like, oof. Right, we, know you, we know what you mean. Yeah. You'll be on the toilet. The rest Have of you the day. ever tried shut the cook up, Austin? <laughs> no, I haven't. But it, I, I almost want to think like, can I get one plain tender and then like dip it in the yeah, shut the cook I mean, up? Probably. I'll probably try it next time. But uh, that was a good question from from uh, Preston. But I would love to hear everybody else's uh, takes on the hot chicken because I know there's some spots around Nashville and maybe other places that we don't know yeah, about. Yeah, tweet us. That have some. Um, I've heard good things. We were talking earlier, Austin. Bolton's. Bolton's. Is, is apparently pretty good. Um, um, I've, you ever been to Bishop's in Franklin? No. So Bishop's is, uh, if you think of Hattie B's, Hattie Bishop's. Bishop's is the uh, meat and three spot in Franklin. Uh, they do sell Hattie B's hot chicken there, uh, but it is, it is just phenomenal uh, meat and three spot too. Um, if you're ever in Franklin, hit up Hattie B's. I believe it's on uh, Moore's Lane. I could be wrong though. Uh, just- another place I've had was Helen's. Yep. It's pretty good. The thing I always remember about Helen's is little Boosie posted about him on Instagram one time. Um, well, there's no telling what he's going to post on Instagram. But uh, Helen's is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, there's some good, there's some good hot hot chicken spots, and I think everybody kind of does it like slightly different, which is kind of cool. Correct. I even noticed like if you like more like national chains are kind of doing more national hot chicken now. Like if you go to a a Logan's, I know those are almost extinct now. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of other spots, but you know what I mean? Like if you I see- mean like over the and over the last three months, I've gone to uh, I had a trip to Portland and I had a trip to LA and I saw hot chicken places in both. I know Dave's hot chicken is really big out on the West Coast. Uh, but that I saw like even smaller hot chicken places that are like, you know, one one or two off locations. Um, it's it's kind of big everywhere now. So all right, well, Brett, sorry to give you crap about that. We just had to. No, it's it's deserved, so it's all good. We'll have to take you next time. We'll have to do a second victory outing to to absolutely somewhere. It'd be fun. All right, something else we want to wrap up with and talk about is the uh, what was yesterday? Kind of took the Titans sort of by storm of a tweet that kind of got misinterpreted from Mike Herndon um, at Mike Miracles, and a guy by the name of Nick Mincio. He was this is I've never heard of this guy before. Um, He's a fantasy football writer for NBC. And uh, here's what he quote tweeted off of a tweet. Um, the tweet said, Traylon Burks working with second, third string units. And here's what Nick said. Traylon Burks is lining up wrong and running the wrong routes this summer after not being able to pass the conditioning test in the spring. Seems to be well behind Robert Woods, Nick Westbrook, Akina, and every fellow rookie Kyle Phillips. Oh, and even fellow rookie Kyle Phillips on the Titans wide receiver depth chart. Which we know is absolutely not true. 
I mean, let's even start with just the conditioning test part. He never failed a conditioning test. No, where do you get that from? He was literally on just the trying field. to run with this, just trying he to just, make a story and run with it. He was just having conditioning issues. So Asthma, here's what Mike here's like what Mike that. said back to this. As the writer of this tweet, this is based on. I feel the need to clarify. Burks also worked with Tannehill. He lined up wrong once, did not run the wrong route, just didn't run through the route like wide receiver coach wanted. He's been largely good, sometimes very good in camp. Uh, Titans passing attack will feature some combination of Woods, Burks, NWI, Phillips, maybe a dash of McMath. Uh, he just kind of went on some other stuff. But he also followed up to uh, – I, I tweeted at Matt, Matt Miller, uh, Draft Scout, uh, his company's uh, account had reposted that original tweet, uh, and Mike responded to that and said, this is a mis- misinterpretation of my original tweet. It's a huge stretch and not a fair representation of Burke's status. Lots of assumptions and leaps of logic. Bro, even even Field Yates reached out to Mike Herndon and said, hey, this isn't this isn't what I meant. I thought that, that, man, that's pretty cool. You're doing something with Field Yates is reaching out. Absolutely, you are. I love Field Yates. Yeah, same. But I, yeah, I, I think I think still people are under the, the misconception that he uh, had asthma. He missed some OTAs. He's not looking good. He's catching passes from Woodside and Malik Willis. Who cares? That's what the Titans do in OTAs. They 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 move guys around. Um, Reggie Rob- Robertson and, and Mason Kinsey will catch passes from Mason from Brian Tannehill. We're not saying they're running with the ones, are we? No, it's just a drill. They're 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 doing different formations, different packages, putting guys in different spots. It's what they do in training camp. It's the point of it. This was a non-story from the get-go. And for, for this guy to still have the tweet up even is 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 funny to me. Yeah. He won't take it down. No. And I kind of – I mean, you kind of respect that he's going to own up to it. But at the same time, like, hey, admit you're wrong. Admit yeah. that, that this is not what you Facts. You said the wrong thing. So. Before we hop off, I want to play a little game. Uh, oh so yeah, I want to hear about this. Everybody, uh, everybody, our listeners that have been listening to us uh, each season know they know that we do bold predictions right before the start of the regular season. Uh, but since the preseason kicks off this week, uh, I wanna I wanna get a little bolder. Uh, I've got five Let's questions. I've got five questions, and I want uh, each of you to make a prediction of who ends up fulfilling these questions within the regular season this year. Okay. Let's do it. First question, who steps up as the deep threat? Oh, good question. Um, I'm going to go Robert Woods. Okay. That was my initial thought. Um, but to be different, I have the same answer. I'm going to go with Traylon. Okay. Because I do think it's a possibility. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, we know he has the, the size and speed for it, so. Uh, who steps up as the chain mover, a.k.a. most first downs? Oh, this is easy. Austin Kyle Ho- Phillips. Austin Hooper. I think it's Ooh. Austin Hooper, too. Austin I'm Hooper. Going, yeah. I like uh, that, though, too, uh, Brett. I do. Thank yeah. you. I think, uh, I, th- I think the distribution to wide receivers will will narrow Kyle Phillips there a little bit. I think if you're – Especially with a Robert Woods on the field, I think he'll take some fir- the, some of those first down conversions and stuff, so – I think if you're in a deep fantasy league, um, 12 team league, maybe 14 team league, go find Austin Hooper. I really yeah. think you make a deal. Hey, man, somebody I'm going to stash, and I don't think anybody that really is, I play fantasy with, but uh, 
like late, late round, I'm stashing Sky Moore because I, I think by week four or five, he has the potential to really do something. I've thought about Sky Moore. I've thought about Jalen Tolbert for the Cowboys. There's yeah. Some guys that I've been reading about. I'm thinking, like, do I take a risk on these dudes? Hey, but, shout out uh, to South Alabama, Jalen Tolbert. That's where my brother goes to forgot school. Forgot to add, I, uh, I have uh, answers for all of these two. Racy was my deep threat. Okay. Uh, Ooh. Thought about that I, too. I think with his size and speed, if he's if he's learning the game better in year two, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to, to watch him Thursday night. Austin Hooper, I agree with you. All um, right, Austin. Cool. Go ahead. Uh, who leads the team in receiving yards? Yards. Robert Woods. Not reception. Oh, 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 oh. No, I'm gonna go. Well, you would hope it's not a tight end. I want to say Austin Hooper, but you don't want it to be a tight end. Oh, it's going to be Burks or Woods. Um, I'm saying Robert Woods. I'll go Woods, too. Okay. I, I'm going Traylon Burks. It's um, fair. That's That might be wishful thinking, but uh, who gets the second most snaps at running back? By week seven or eight, I think it'll flip to more Hassan Haskins. The first thing for me to say was Dontrell, but I'm going to go with Hassan. I'll go Haskins. Okay. Yeah. I'm going Haskins too. Yeah. Uh, all right. And then the the one I think that uh, we're this, – this is going to be the hardest one to predict. How many <laughs> snaps does Malik Willis get? Good question. 21. For the entire season, I don't think he's gonna play that much. Let's see. No, I'm, I agree. Let's say, let's say, um, no Tannehill injury. Let's just go ahead and put that disclaimer out there. Correct. Twenty-one's a good number. Um, I'll go fourteen. Because I'm thinking. Sorry, Chris. Go ahead. I'm going zero. I don't think really? he's out of the field this no year. package whatsoever for for Malik. Nothing. You know, I, I, I've said before, I, I hope they have a package for him. I just don't think – I don't think Vrabel's the type. Dude, but see, to me, knowing Vrabel, I can see them putting Malik out there and putting him in it. I could see them running him out there a like, slot as a joke or – or or Decoy type stuff. Exactly. Or put him in there at quarterback but direct snap it to Derek. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Or if you put Malik in there, you're going to run an option for one play and then I bring think, him back out. I think the biggest thing that will tell us – if they have a plan to get Malik involved in packages or anything, is if he's active on game day. Facts. Sure. Because otherwise there's no reason to yeah. keep him active. So, good point. Facts. I'm going zero. Um, I, I just don't – I think they'd, they'd rather him just sit and learn no matter what for a year. So. Yeah, 21 <laughs> Also, I mean, you know, Vrabel's, Vrabel's big on, like, live snaps. So I'm thinking more of, like, a Trey Lance situation. Kind of in the red zone, something along those lines. I, that's where I get yeah. my, my and, and that, that's where I'd love to see it too. You know, but I'd also love to see some deep balls because we know he's got it in him. So that's what I think I'm more excited for than anything. In the, Dude, I would love to see him come in on the goal line and scramble one in or something like that. You know, how cool that would be. I just want to see. I cannot wait for the, the highlights on Instagram, Twitter, TV of a he drop back, steps up two steps in the pocket, and there's a 75 yard. Imagine, imagine if he does that on Thursday night to Traylon Burks. Social media is going to blow up. Remember when uh, that that play of a few years back in preseason, Taewon Taylor took it to the house and LeBron yeah. James on it. He yeah, got, yeah. Talking about his like speed. That. Like I yeah. want something like that to happen again. Yeah, me too. 
So no, I like those, Chris. Let's do more. I mean, let's do that week to week. I like that. Um, yeah, we can. I uh, and we're just so listeners know we're tracking all of our predictions for the season. Uh, so we'll we'll revisit at the end of the year. We got some cool ideas coming uh, for the podcast for weekly segments that we'll keep doing, make this more uh, entertaining and more fun uh, for everybody. Again, get us on Twitter at Second and Victory. Um, you can get us at BroadwaySportsMedia.com. Subscribe, rate five stars, do all that jazz. Uh, hey, if you're looking to sponsor the podcast, reach out to us. We'll be more than happy to 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 promote your business um, on here. Always looking for that. So again, we appreciate all your support. Um, again, Thursday night, the Titans are back in action for the first time since January. Tighten up, man. Tighten up. Not nah, wait. You guys got plans? I'm so for excited. It? I'm working it. Just watching so, at home. You are you in the studio? I am. I'm going to be the local producer for Titans Radio for the game on Thursday. Yeah, cool, cool. Nice, that and running run social media as well. Cool. Oh. All right, for Brett Batchel, for Chris Carter, my name is Austin Nelson. We appreciate you guys listening to the podcast as always. Tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up. Tighten up.